magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 571. And uh, what's the plan for this week, Eli? Uh, well, you plan all our shows in advance, so tell us what you're thinking. What What I need is hopefully we have someone that listens to this show that has um, any level of firsthand experience with these different smart glasses that are apparently a thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because so I went to the eye doctor this week and, uh, you know, my glasses are old and the mm-hmm. VR coating on them is all fucked up. And, um, so I need a new pair and mm. this has had me. So remember, um, I don't know why the S word is going off what I just said to upset her, but, um, <laughs> they remember when like the Snapchat glasses were new and, and then yeah. there was like this sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, surge in similar smart glasses. Like there's like the Amazon ones and there's, I guess there's Mm -hmm. Bose ones that Mm. have headphones built in, but there's been two generations of the Ray-Ban smart glasses that, um, Mm -hmm. that Facebook has put out. Well, meta, I guess Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and I don't really, I, I don't know if that's actually then like the third generation of the Snapchat glasses. Did Facebook buy Snapchat at one point or am I imagining? Man, I'm not sure, but I feel like something like that happened. Yeah. Well, so anyway, like the, um, the reviews of these Ray-Ban smart glasses, which are either the second or third generation of these things now, like seem like pretty good yeah um and I'm, i've been following that too i'm kind of waffling on it because like the the previous one seemed cool but it was like they had no waterproof rating and i was like okay mm-hmm. well that is like the dumbest thing in the world because like imagine having um Being and what's wild too is like dude, fucking or... <laughs> glasses are so expensive that like getting the smart mm-hmm. ones instead of just like normal plastic ones is like not a significant difference in price yeah um yeah. So I was I was kind of looking at those and like oh man like I just can't decide if this would be cool or not, and it's like most most slash all of the reviews that I've been reading on them the last couple of days is very much written like uh, oh Facebook sent us these and we messed around with them for a weekend and they're pretty cool kind of thing and not mm-hmm. from the sort of context of like. Oh, I try. I tried these as like my everyday glasses, and here's like what I think about mm-hmm. the functionality and and stuff like that of them. Uh, so, can any of these be made into a prescription? Is that I yeah. I only see them as sunglasses. No, no, no. So if you go on the Ray Ban website, um, you can just yeah that you can make them as prescriptions or transition lenses or whatever you want. And it seems like I am able to just submit the cost of that to our eye insurance and they don't cover all of it, but it like covers a couple hundred Mm. bucks of Mm -hmm. the cost, you know? So like, I just, I just can't decide if this would be cool or stupid. 
Yeah, I think that's uh, tough to know without actually like you're gonna have to pay to find out yourself, right? Yeah, and that's you like can and watch that's... reviews and stuff, but like you're not really gonna know how you use them every single day. But there's there's like gotta be people out there, and I just like haven't been able to find them. Like there's yeah. there's people on Reddit that have basically posted this exact same question with like no responses of like, hey, these seem yeah. cool. Like anyone wearing them like daily, like what's that like kind of thing? Because yeah, um, the reviews are very vague about the battery life and like what that means mm -hmm. because like it's it's so they've got four hours of battery life but i don't know if that's like four hours of them being off the charger or like four yeah. hours of you like live streaming video to your phone uh -huh. on facebook or whatever like it's it's very yeah. vague well i'm sure they just use the general guidance from like the spec sheet that they get well, or whatever too but but even then like the the way that it's worded is is like it's like four hours of normal use but like i don't know yeah. if like normal use is like okay i'm gonna put these on and then go like skateboarding for four hours or like yeah i'm just gonna have these sitting on my face for four hours yeah yeah, yeah. right uh yeah i don't know and but i do if i remember right like the charging cases can charge them like an absurd number of times or something like that too yeah and it's it's um, one of these things where it's like um it can charge from like i don't remember it was like 40 percent to 70 percent in like three minutes you know yeah kind yeah. of thing um so i i just like don't know what i'm getting myself into because like if it's you know if i like wake up in the morning at like eight or whatever and then put these glasses on and they're like dead every day by noon and i get me <laughs> to do this helpful. like wacky thing where i'm like constantly charging these things like that would be annoying yeah, yeah. um but i don't know it, like but at the same time it kind of like reminds me of what i wonder is if it's like how the early Apple watch was where it was like, yeah, you mm -hmm. can wear it all day and it works all mm -hmm. day, but like it really if drains the battery. Maps if you're like, or something, yeah. Like if you're like... using like, like the map <clears throat> stuff or the workout stuff, like it drains it like yeah. a lot faster. Yeah. Um, And like you could like, so remember like the, it was kind of a new thing with the Apple watch ultra where it's like the battery life on this thing is long enough that you can do like an iron man or whatever, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as opposed to before it was like, Oh, if you had it in workout mode, it would last like, you know, two or three mm -hmm. hours or something like that right so that's yeah that's what i'm curious of is like that's what the four hours means but mm -hmm. but again like every all the all the tech journalists and shit like that that reviewed these things like it very clearly we were just like oh yeah we fucked with around for the, the weekend it was cool battery yeah, life wasn't right. a problem you know like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um hmm. because like man what would be neat like like the the dream that i think would be really cool to live is like if these things could just like stay paid paired to your phone Mm -hmm. and last all day and then like when you get a phone call uh using like the smart glasses stuff as like your yes. bluetooth headset i think it would just be so fucking cool that's actually a rad idea and like apple could do that right like do yeah. you think because there's the apple vision that they're not even thinking about glasses or do you Probably. think that they could release like both things who knows i it would be very shocked if they Released I would too, but I feel like that's but... a uh, them releasing like a good set of normal glasses is a with some AR functionality is like a yeah. way more attainable goal than releasing like a three thousand dollar headset. Well, but, yeah, uh, and so so these the new Facebook glasses have like smart assistant functionality built in. That's the exact same mm -hmm. way the Amazon ones work. But uh, again, I don't yeah. know if the processing is done like on the glasses or if it's like highly dependent on some companion app or like. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really frustrating because like all the reviews on these like don't answer any of these like particulars that are actually like 
that same importance when it comes to like more than the surface level experience kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I hate that I am typing this stuff into my Amazon search because now oh, yeah. they're not going to leave me well, alone. Welcome to hell. <laughs> um, um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence, but it's like, <clears throat> I just think it'd be really annoying to have smart glasses just dead all the time. And if I like yeah. need them on my face to see, like it's dealing with charging is going to be really annoying, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I'm trying to think of like, <clears throat> the other thing is like for me, that doesn't wear glasses like i've always been like oh i'll get a pair of these sunglasses but like is but then you can't really wear them around the house without like just having sunglasses on all i mean the time. you get transition lenses but that'd be kind of i guess that would be the not... way to go right if you if you thought you might wear them around the house just to listen to the speakers or have your yeah. smart yeah. assistant or whatever yeah um i don't know i for me i i got interested when they i guess whatever Meta's last like event was where they, they unveiled these or whatever. Um, I was like, Oh cool. I've been like waiting for smart glasses to stop yeah. looking stupid. And well, right. That's, normal. that's the thing. Like that's <laughs> what got me interested in these was like, yeah. these are the first ones where it's like, Oh, they just look like wayfarers, you know, like, yeah, they look pretty normal. And, um, yeah. but I still think that like, it's, uh, this is something that's like, years down the road for someone like me that doesn't really yeah. like need this sort of thing and it'll just get refined and better and there'll be way more options and and whatever so i can't yeah. see myself like spending 300 plus bucks to jump into something like this now well but if but you he, are someone who wears glasses yeah every day and you're due for new glasses I, I would maybe think about it more seriously about trying them out yeah well and so that's the thing like i don't remember off the top of my head but it was like the the goofy eye insurance that we have will cover like $250 with cost of mm -hmm. and, like glasses yeah. in general. Yeah. And these aren't like that much more expensive than that. So You'd it's probably like, spend an extra hundred bucks and get yeah. the cool smart stuff. But yeah. I just like, don't know if it'll be cool or not. So I'm really curious if anyone's right. listening, like has any experience with these or knows anyone that you, well, then you're them stuck or... with them too. Right. <laughs> Without well, having to reorder normal glasses. Yeah. That's kind of the problem is it's like you'd have your lenses would be very proprietary. So it's not like you'd be like, Oh, let me mm. just pop these out and put them in some other yeah. glasses kind of thing. So. I guess worst case scenario is you get them, the smart stuff isn't up to par for you, and you just wear them like regular glasses. You don't even charge yes. them. You don't even care. Yes. They just become but dumb glasses. That also but, would um, be kind of annoying, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I guess if anybody does have experience with those, my feelings was sort of like, they don't, I don't feel like they've been out long enough for people to have a strong opinion and then i also yeah. feel like they're a touch too expensive for like your average person to just be like i'm buying these things yeah um, that's the thing like it's real hard like if it wasn't for like the glasses insurance angle like it's impossible for you to imagine being like oh let me spend 300 dollars on these like gimmicky sunglasses you know yeah. yeah um so i don't i don't know but i don't know if they are gimmicky or not i mean again like the the reviews that i've read like make them seem like they're actually pretty cool and mm-hmm yeah um, no it's it's definitely that ever since like google glass like things have been moving in a more positive direction yeah um which is cool but yeah i well I still again feel like, like you know the the marketing that facebook and ray-ban and stuff have done surrounding these is like a complete polar opposite of like what google did with glass you know like that's true and i'd really i'd really actually love to see where we would be at with these kind of wearable devices in like a parallel universe where like google didn't position the glass as like hey, 
the attention, the biggest Google nerds that, you know, that, mm -hmm. you know, are like Android lifers and mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. Check out this thing that we have exclusively for you in early access, you know, yeah. versus like the way that like the Snapchat glasses and these and stuff are positioned is very much like, like hey, don't fashion you people. Yeah. Hey, it's in like influencer people. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, don't you hate it when you're like in the moment and like, you want to take a really cool photo or video, but like, yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be neat if you could just like say something your glasses record it like when you're mm -hmm. you know skateboarding or you know mm -hmm. at a fashion show or like something else cool like yeah um i think so. it would be rad um like i'm always uh, i ride my bike pretty often and always i'm like i wish i had a gopro because if i got hit by a car or something oh, weird yeah. happened like i feel like you always see that same with like dash cams and cars and um i feel like glasses like this that could record i would find that particularly useful because it'd be you like, have to hey, wear a helmet when you're riding your bike in california uh it's i i don't know if it's an actual law or not but it's very it's not enforced hmm. i think it's like under 18 you do i don't hmm. think you have to if you're over 18 but I, mean, I, you, I don't wear a helmet if you just want like a gopro you could get like a i don't know hero 4 or whatever like an older one that would be wildly sufficient for exactly what you're talking about probably, probably. For like no money then I have to wear it on my head. I don't know. You mount it on your handlebars, <clears throat> but you couldn't forget it because it, it would get totally, yeah. totally jacked. Yeah. I don't leave very much on my bike if I have to lock it somewhere. But yeah. Um, anyway, that's just like a use case that would be cool to just have at the ready a camera of your point of view ready to go for whatever. Yeah, um, yeah I just I, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know what I'd really do with this. I just think it's kind of yeah. cool. And like, you know, I'm yeah maybe it would be annoying maybe it would be not but I, I feel like i've just been watching this sort of like tech evolve over the years and it feels like these ones maybe are like the jumping mm -hmm. in point maybe mm -hmm. yeah i felt the same yeah um but yeah who the fuck knows i mean it, <laughs> i i certainly don't love the idea of adding more facebook to my life um, no yeah that's the other thing too it's like why do you have to partner with Meta for this stuff? Like, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I guess you know the the angle is like it automatically will post to Instagram and shit like that, which I guess is kind of cool. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like the, the having two permanent uh, cameras that face forward on my vision uh, during the waking <laughs> hours that's piping information to Facebook seems like some kind of fucking black mirror bullshit, right? Like, uh huh. Yeah, I'll be that's like, true holding something at the store, like considering buying it and then like go home and get an ad for that, like exact yeah. product. Oh man. I don't, I, it's weird that I don't even really contemplate that sort of stuff anymore. Cause I'm just like me, but like, it's so true. Or even yeah, like it's... the the keys you type on your keyboard. Cause you're looking at your keyboard when you're typing or whatever, like yeah. sketch. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know. Yeah. I'd just be real curious if, if anyone, anyone knows anyone or anyone has any direct experience with any of this stuff, like, you know, send us an email podcast at touchrk.com and uh, yeah. more than, more than happy to kind of hear your, your thoughts on it and stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, we could segue into speaking of emails because we oh, got a yeah. couple of emails. Nice. Love um, it. Let me get rid of these spam emails. Well, while you're first. looking at that, I'll, I'll drop uh, if anyone wants to watch something truly fucking crazy on YouTube. Look up the uh, Boogie 2988 documentary that just dropped. It is. What is it called? So, you know who Boogie 2988 is? I think that's his name. 
No. You, I'm sure you've seen the GIF. It's the fat guy that like flips the table with the magic cards and stuff. That's that's who Boogie is. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. If I send it to you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, so like, uh, uh, like extremely long story, very short or as short as I can make it is this guy was like on the the first wave of YouTubers, basically, like, you know, the uh, at the forefront of when people are like, wait a minute, holy shit, like you can make like tons of money on this, mm-hmm. just doing dumb shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, since then, he's had like the downward spiral of like you know, doubling down on being openly racist and all this other like crazy shit that, yeah. you know, yeah. basically caused the bottom to fall out of his whole thing. But this documentary is like just truly, truly truly bewildering of like how good this guy had it and how completely and totally ruined he is now over the course of like (laughs) i don't know two years or something like that that's Um, so crazy (laughs) yeah it's it's i don't know like genuinely hard to believe i mean like it was uh i got linked to it like you know late last night and just like stayed up until i watched the whole thing because it was just like it just kept getting crazier and i was just like what in the fuck is what boogie what again boogie 2988 i think yeah 2988 oh yeah it comes right up Mm -hmm. i'm surprised that you don't recognize this guy he was like on the forefront of like goofy guy making videos on youtube that would all be like you know viral hits before anyone thought of making youtube videos that were like viral hits and stuff wow this is an hour long uh it's it's dude it's worth watching it's fucking crazy i don't know who this dude is but anyway um okay good to know yeah anyway uh... back to back to our emails uh this one comes in from hacker alias shoes and says uh hey guys back to you back at you again with some home improvement stories oh your story about the water leak traveling the length of the house and not being anywhere near where it should have been had me shaking my head in disbelief. Oh, yeah. Had the city come in to move my gas meters from the inside of the house to outside. While I was stressed out about them having to drill into the house and avoid other gas and power lines, they did a good job. I did ask the plumber what crazy stories he's seen so far, and he said that one house had their gas meter inside behind some drywall that was basically inaccessible. I wondered how it got past inspection when they bought the house, but I'm sure it's because they waived the inspection and didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Good luck shutting off the gas in an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> I love stuff like that. <laughs> Your gas valve is buried behind a wall. Um, uh, I, I had my had gas some... meter fail on me. Uh, oh, really? Last year, I think. Yeah. Like, I, and it was so fucking bizarre because it was like, you know, in the middle of winter and like it just showed my gas features as like zero. Uh-huh. And like the first time I got one, they were like, well, I, you know, like if if someone didn't come around to like uh like the smart meter wasn't in range or whatever, like it, it we'll just get a reading off you next month. It's not a big deal. Like you'll just get basically two months of usage out of one month. Like, All right, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh second month came around, still zero. Called him back again. I was like, Yeah, dude, like I mean, I don't care. Like I'll pay you guys. I just don't want to like get hit with some like crazy fee because you're like, you know, like back charging me or whatever yeah. else right like oh yeah don't don't worry about it our system doesn't do that like, all right well whatever next month rolls around still zero gas usage which point i'm like okay well i don't know what to do anymore i've called these people <laughs> a bunch of times and they're just like they don't care <laughs> three months later they're like here's your four thousand dollar bill Thanks. well no so really? so what ended up happening was like i basically just got gas for free for a year 
And when I called them Dang, really? and they, they came out and like replaced my meter eventually. But like, mm-hmm. uh, I talked to the guys in Salon. I was like, dude, this is crazy. Like I haven't paid for gas in a year. I've called multiple times and like everyone just kind of mm-hmm. sort of shrugs. Like, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do now? He's like, well, we don't have any record of your usage. I mean, you're so, I don't know. Free, free don't gas. Worry about it. <laughs> I was like, all right, fuck, okay, cool. Why did I call you guys? <laughs> you could have been living gas free for the rest of your life. Right. Um, so email, back to email. Uh, he says, I also had some tree branches cut around my house to the tune of $2,000. Oh, they were yeah. hanging over the roof, and that's apparently not good practice. They and did a solid job, that. but while they were on the roof, one of the guys was leaning on a vent pipe that I had just fixed, and which was leaking water. Every time he moved it or leaned on it, I was cringing and wanted to run outside and yell, what are you doing? <laughs> I feel like that. that's uh, my buddies when we replaced uh, the roof on my over patio overhang. Um, at one point we were like in an awkward, we were like, like at the corner of the roof where you didn't have room to really maneuver around the sheets of, of roofing. And so to get a better like position, he got on my real roof, which is just like a foot away from the patio roof. And, um, he like goes and he kind of like heavily like hops on there and sits down right on the ridge. And I heard a big crack and I know it was one of the ridge caps (laughs) and I was like, Oh, dude, like, if I start seeing water leak in this winter, I'm going to be pissed because that was all you. And my roofing, I came to find out when we remodeled, it's unavailable. They don't make this roofing anymore. So if I had to like, I my contractor found like a random box somewhere hmm. enough to patch up where they took my chimney out and had to p- fill a hole. But beyond that, if I have to like patch my roof in any way, it's going to be with different tiles and it's going to look bad. Um, So I was like, you know, be, be easy on my roof um anyhow any last minute house projects you need to take care of before the snow flies um on the gaming side of things i've been playing new super mario brothers on the miu with drastic which is a mod of new super mario brothers really fun oh, game cool. but br- brutally difficult at times all the best hacker alias shoes um house projects we're still doing in our front yard we're kind of in the middle of it we have grass we have irrigation we have a fence we just need to plant some plants and put some sort of stuff in the planter as a border. I don't know if we're going to do rocks or bark or something like that, but just haven't really got around to it. Don't have time. Yeah, um, I got a bunch of landscaping projects all cooking at once. So same deal. It's like I'll work on them like an hour a week and they all just look shitty as a result. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to get motivated when winter's coming too, because I'm like, well, I have all this stuff I needed to do in the backyard that I planned to do before summer hit never mm. did. And now it's like, what's the point? Oh, <laughs> Cause it's going to get like, all rained yeah, on and shitty. It gets pretty mild here in the winter. So it's kind of nice, like working outside as opposed to being in a summer. Cause it'll be like 50 mm. degrees instead of like 80, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah. Gaming wise. I'm curious to try drastic on the Miu. I think we talked about this last week, mm-hmm. um, the DS emulator, which uh, would be pretty sweet to play games like new super Mario brothers. Um, on a Miu, I feel like that would be perfect, but I have not um, messed around yeah. with getting it running. Oh, spe- speaking of the the Miu, I don't remember if it was on the um, I'm looking right now the uh, Miu Mini subreddit or that uh, was it SMC Gaming or SBC Gaming mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. But there mm-hmm. was another another shot of the uh, Miu Flip that mm, got posted that. that oh yeah the one with the clear case yeah yeah so i don't know i'm kind of hoping that 
it's real because like the I think it's definitely real. The thickness of it seems like it's like the thickness of the Miu Mini uh plus like the screen on the top. Lid. It looks like identical yeah. to a Game Boy Advance SP. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I think when it's open it would be the same thickness um as a Miu which is nice. I it would be nice to not have to worry about protecting the screen or whatever but Yeah. I don't know. I don't know I just, if I care. It's uh, it's going to be a in the moment type thing where it's going to come out and be like, I don't want one of those. And then hmm. it'll be on Amazon and I'll be like, OK, yeah, I'm but I get one. Of them. Don't you need something else to uh, endlessly organize ROMs on? Isn't that mm. the name of the game? I do. They should. We should make a game that's that <laughs> It's like virtual ROM library organizing game. It could yeah, be like just... a clicker. So, that's actually yeah, a great exactly. clicker thing. Some kind of progress game where it's like uh indexing al- or, uh indexing cover art. Yeah. Uh <laughs> like you know, uh, running the one game, one ROM yeah. batch file, downloading <laughs> stuff from archive.org, which always takes a million years. Yeah. Um, um that always I always love Bitcoin billionaire because I feel like they nailed mm-hmm. like the the feel. Like I feel like you could you could nail a clicker with being like that but about rom libraries or whatever yeah um, that would be cool so speaking of clicking things too um we talked a couple weeks ago or maybe last week about simpsons tapped out so i finally like fired it up to oh try it did out you again. how, how um, is it dude it's super entertaining so like oh it, God, don't I, I don't even... know if this was added later or i don't know if i just don't remember from when i used to play it 10 years ago or whatever but um the humor is super on point. Like it's very Simpsons humor and actually very funny. Like I, I mean, that's I how it, out at a couple of things. That's how it always was though. So I'm curious, yeah. did you start over or did, was it like, Oh, Hey, yes. welcome back. Okay. No, it didn't know. Well, it, there's, I think, I think there's somewhere I need to log into my EA account. And maybe if I did that, it would pull up an old hmm. save or something, but I kind of don't think so. Um, I haven't, yeah, I haven't I guess... done any of that yet. I've just been playing through the tutorial. If it um, came out like 12 years ago, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I I would be surprised if it had a save game for me, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a little early, I guess, for like the sort of whole like cloud saving thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but it's um, yeah. I I think I played it for like forty five minutes or something like that. En- enough time to get through all the tutorials, which um, it's very tongue in cheek about too, where it's like, oh, this is like the exciting part of the game where we we tell you what things to t- tap or whatever, <laughs> like, um. And yeah, it's it's exactly what I remember it being is is uh you send your little characters off to do tasks. They take time. You can speed them up with just, premium currency. I just you know build that... buildings. Those buildings give you cash. You collect it. No you collect I, experience. I, will not. I mean, I will not, Jared. You don't care. I don't care how dude, much you're trying to sell me on this. I will not. I'm curious. I want to go back and play more because I was playing with uh, my son because he woke up before our youngest. So the four-year-old was watching me play and he was getting a kick out of it. Um, and so I'm curious to go back and like keep trying, but also like I can see where this is going. Oh yeah, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Simpsons themed spreadsheet is what you're yeah. playing. <laughs> it's, I, I, I don't know why it's more, I get it's less gross because the game makes fun of what it is. It's like, oh, you're going to spend real money on this stuff that means nothing. And like, you know, here's premium donuts speed things up for some reason i don't know why you know yeah. like it's it's making fun of itself um kind of in the same way that like that what was that uh devolver fun time game or whatever 
that was like making fun of being like a gotcha game, but also it had like hundred dollar in a purchase. I feel packages like, and um, stuff. The east, there's, there's a few of the east side games, clicker games were were similar yeah. to that too, where it was like yeah. self aware of yeah. that it being a dumb mobile game, but you're yeah. gonna play it anyway because yeah. you like Trailer Park Boys so much or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. It's fun. I, I, oh man. I guess I didn't, I don't even know if I tried, but I would give anything for portrait mode of this where I could just one-handedly tap on buildings and stuff. Load it uh, up and see if it if it rotates. That wouldn't surprise me. I don't think it does. I mean, the um, game's been out for fucking 12 years. What have they been doing all this time if not adding a portrait mode? It is definitely landscape still. Hmm. Um, yeah, I the, the dialogue super cracks me up, which... Uh, Oh, a shattered dreams mystery box. Um, yeah, see, like yeah, that's what I good. that's what that's what kept me playing that stupid trailer park boys game so long. Yeah. Is that like they just uh, they did a really good job of just nailing trailer park boys and all the characters yeah. and like mm-hmm. the dumb shit that they would get themselves into and everything else. Yeah. It was just like outstanding. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, yeah, playing playing it for realsies finally again. Um so that's pretty cool. But anyway, thanks again to, to shooters. How long until you uh, churn out of that? Next week, I'm going to be like, I hate this game. <laughs> um, I mean, also, the, I the reality. Yeah. <laughs> we have to sell our house, but my Springfield <laughs> is killer. Um, I uh, The other thing that sucks about games like this is like, I almost don't care about a dumb time waster game like this except that my time is valuable <laughs> and like i there's so many things i'd rather like i would much rather play steam deck games or miu games or whatever than like stare at this thing that's i know is yeah. ultimately meaningless even though i'm i'm enjoying it but that's i have other things thing. i'd rather be doing anyway so like i'm i'm on and on i'm on again off again with marvel snap and like mm-hmm. uh i'm on again this month because i'm a Mm-hmm. fucking moron yeah, but it's yeah. like it's like the way that everything in that game is so expensive that i can't rationalize buying anything in it and yeah. so the only way that you had to progress is like uh religiously doing your daily quests and like i was like sitting around last night being like fuck i got i'm full on six quests like i gotta do these because i'm like burning the uh because if if you have a full inventory of quests uh and the refresh time comes along you don't yeah. get anything uh, so i was like last <laughs> night i was like oh fuck it's gonna re it's gonna reset in a half hour like i gotta do these really mm-hmm. quick yeah. um and then i was like fuck i would rather be playing like other games though like it's just the dumbest the dumbest situation to be in where it's like you're playing something like out of obligation for this like perceived value that uh-huh. like I... barely even exists yeah to yeah. earn like basically like a dollar's worth of shit in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's oh, life. Man, that's it's uh hard to it's hard when you come to that realization yeah. <laughs> about yourself. Yeah, because we even play um one thing I've been playing Fallout 76 on the Steam Deck, which is like genuinely pretty good now. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and yeah, I was just like, man, I wish I was doing daily quests in Fallout 76 instead, but like yeah, I don't want to leave the value on the table here. Mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. I don't know, so stupid. Yeah um yeah i have i i forget like i used to have crazy anxiety about like finishing games and playing through my backlog and stuff like that right and then um i don't know why it's such a simple idea that i didn't think of this myself but i had to see somebody say it for it to register with me where it was like 
It doesn't matter if you don't complete that game. If you're not having fun, don't finish it. Put it down. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I've I've struggled with that so much where I'm like, even if a game's just okay, right? Like there's more really good games out there than there's time to play them. So like spending time with like just an okay game that's not really doing yeah. it for you. There's no point in doing that. But I, I find myself doing that all the time. And yeah. right now, I think we talked about Resident Evil last week. And I was like, I want to go back and start at the beginning. So I did. I start, I'm playing the Resident Evil remake on Steam Deck. And it is uh, of the first game. It's hard to go back to, man. I'm not like having <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah. And yeah. so um, after like spending like an hour just like hating it. Um, I finally looked up a walkthrough and then have just been following the beats of the walkthrough. And that actually made it better because I'm not like, it's just so tedious. Like, okay, I traveled to the side of the mansion and went through all these doors and there's still little loading times and stuff. Yeah. And not like as bad as a, a PS one, but you know, it's just like annoying to get there and be like, I don't know what I'm doing or I got yeah, killed. Like, oh whatever. shit. The medallion I need, the crank I need is yeah. on the other side of the house. Yeah, or I, or... I don't have inventory space or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. it's all these super annoying things, which I get it. That's the game. And that's what people like about that game is like inventory management. And you know, it's, you die, you start it back at the loads, the typewriter save or whatever. I get that. But also like, it's not fun for me. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I find myself, I, I started following the walkthrough and it helped because it wasn't like frustrating running around not knowing what to do i mean that game for sure is cut from the same cloth as like those obtuse like adventure games from like yes, lucas arts and stuff where 100%. it's like dude this i would have never guessed to like pull this random arrowhead out of a statue in the graveyard and go stick it you know yeah, like yeah. it's it's you would be fumbling around for hours and before you figure this sort of stuff out and i just don't have that time or patience anymore so anyway so like following the guide was nice because it was just i'm just experiencing the game i was enjoying myself more i was shooting some zombies it was cool but then the guide even gets convoluted and the mansion gets convoluted the more you unlock of it yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm just like i don't know like i i don't think it's a super long game so i kind of want to stick it out to just at least beat it with chris redfield and then maybe skip jill or whatever but um i don't know i'm just like why even bother like i could probably watch a 30 minute video oh, on youtube if somebody played through it definitely get all the story beats ex basically experience it yeah. and then move on like i'm definitely more curious to play resident evil 2 remake because it's so much newer and um i feel like will be a more enjoyable experience in this this first game so i don't know but anyway i tried and i've been struggling with it where i'm like not having fun and I've sh i want to play games that have fun so yeah yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird how that like mentality creeps in because like I, I grew up in a time where, you know, like games were scarce, right? So you have this whole thing where yeah. it's like, I need to beat this. Like I paid money for this it. The like, game I, got, I have, yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> thing. Which like, but it's like now it's like, well, I mean, you don't really like if it's not fun, like just do something else. I mean, I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's like it's, yeah, it's I like remember the, um... the weird like same mentality of like transitioning from like growing up where like your parents were like you have to clean your plate to like being an mm -hmm. adult and being like, well, no, I mean, like if I'm full, like I can just, I already spent the money on this food. I just throw it away. Like all I'm doing is make yourself fat. Like who cares, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I do that. I, I, I get anxiety if I put too much ketchup on my plate and don't use it all. So I find <laughs> myself like scooping it on the last few fries to make sure and use it all up. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll maybe next week update where I'm at with resident evil stuff, but it's, it sucks because like I started Resident Evil Village on the phone and was really liking it. And now I like feel compelled to 
beat the first six first for oh, some man. reason the before resident going. evil village but it doesn't so, matter yeah like it, so i should just start good. seven on my steam deck because that's what i want to do and not worry about all the other junk yeah um maybe i'll do that i don't but yeah, anyway, I have been curious to check out the two and three remakes too. I've heard they're good, but I, I haven't I played any of these games since they were on PlayStation. I did play this remake I'm playing now when it first launched on the GameCube. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, just a weird thing, I guess. Yeah, I'm but, curious, um, and, and I don't know if I talked about this last week or not, but I've been fucking around with the Super Super Mario RPG on my Mew Mini. Uh, oh yeah, ahead yeah, yeah. of ahead of the. Um, the remake. the remake coming out which i think is coming out kind of soon right um, i think so yeah and yeah it's kind of the same deal as like what you're describing with um the the first resident evil where it's just like this is cool but i don't know if i'm having fun like it's just like mm-hmm. like so basic and mm-hmm. like just kind of dumb that yeah it's making me wonder if there's not going to be a lot of people that are like all amped up for the remake based on like the nostalgia they had for the game that get it. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, this is like baby's first RPG. And this like is so basic. It's not even fun. Yeah. I guess, I guess it'll depend on what, if anything, if they've added anything to it or if it's just a straight cosmetic remake, so it sounds like the things that they've added is just extremely minimal. Like there's mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. way they change, like they like change the super attacks somehow or something mm-hmm. like that, which mm-hmm. I don't think is yeah, going to make an appreciable difference. I never played Super Mario RPG and still haven't. I've, I've wanted to go try it for a long time because I like the later games, the Mario yeah. and Luigi games. Um, So I don't know. I, uh, I know I feel you there, though, because like gaming is so different now and going back to these older games is sort of just like hard sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it like also... it's like the game, like the first hour of the game, it's like explaining to you things like, oh, press attack to attack the enemy and then they attack mm-hmm. back. And it's like, yeah, dude, like it's mm-hmm. been uh, 20 years. Like we know how these things work. Like, I mean, and... that was designed to be a baby's first RPG. No, and, and that's fine. Um, it's just it's an interesting choice for a remake, I guess. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, usually these kind of old school RPGs, I found like if you play them in an emulator with like fast forward on, they're pretty good. But even this one is just yeah. like, I, I don't know, just like not getting the depth that most RPGs mm-hmm. have to like hold my attention, you know, like, you know, watch like an eight minute review of it and you yeah. probably get the, the basic like just that you'll need to get from it. I guess so. But fuck, is this going to be a $70 uh, switch game though? Like, a... nah, I bet it's 50 would be my mm-hmm. guess. Um, I don't know, but still, I mean, I think it would be cool if they added a bunch of cool stuff like a oh, super hard mode to play through it again or a new game plus or things like that. As it opposed is a to just like $60 game. Damn. Well, it's Mario. I guess it comes sense. out on the 17th of this month. So two, mm. weeks, two weeks from this recording. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to check it out. But um, so we got another email this week that uh this one is from Connor from Seafone Gaming, who frequently writes into us. It says, hey again, I had a bigger reply and such to your recent discussions from the last episode, but lately I'm drowning in anxiety due to the horrible world situation going on. Hmm. Yeah, hear you there. Um, and because of Sean's health scare, so I've been kind of forgetful slash busy lately. Uh, yeah, real quick, Sean has been under the weather and was out all week, and he's probably going to be out next week too. And... Um, I don't know too many details other than it sounds like 
he's gonna be okay but he's just got to go through this at the doctor mm-hmm. they're not letting him out yet so um best wishes towards sean please everyone send your your good vibes because yeah, um, sure. sounds like he's not having a lot of fun being in a hospital either so I mean, that's does never anyone have fun in the hospital right yeah totally um hopefully he can kind of kick back and relax and maybe play some games maybe take an opportunity to actually like play games for fun which <laughs> doing what we do is like hard to do sometimes so uh anyway hope sean is feeling better soon um so back to connor says uh still with you mentioning recent handhelds and mobile gaming stuff lately i did at least want to bring up one discussion point what do you think of the official handheld retro systems out there stuff like the miu sounds cool and i debate maybe getting one if they're cheaper but i'm also more content with my steam deck at the moment for emulation stuff especially since i use a gba x cart cart dumper to dump my game boy roms and saves directly from my cards my carts to my laptop and then deck via usb oh that's a nice setup (laughs) Hmm. um but in regards to a general oh mini fun handhold to play at work quote unquote i've been eyeing the taito super pocket lately and i recently pre-ordered one from songbird production since it has puzzle bobble and volified for only 60 dollars being that it's by the evercade guys who nail emulation really well i'm pretty hyped for it but I'm curious if you ever bought any of these official handhelds, whether they be Evercade, the Game Gear Micro, the Game & Watches, or maybe the dreadful My Arcade ones. If so, which one did you enjoy playing with the most out of these official options? Sincerely, Connor from Seafoam Gaming. Um, that's an interesting question because um, I, shoot, I guess, I mean, just off the top of my head, this is the Game & Watches, the Mario and Zelda ones. We both have yeah, those. Yeah, I, I have both of those. They're cool. I um, enjoy them very much. I think they're awesome for what they are. They weren't, I think they're 50 bucks each or something. It's not crazy. Um, probably could have been cheaper because they don't offer a whole lot. But like, I just like the novelty of them. I think they're good desk toys and um, they're like fun clocks because they're like super interactive and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I got mine too. I don't know if they'll turn yeah. on, but um, I got mine just sitting I, on my desk. I even got the, the rose rose-colored gaming stands to go for, for both of them but um these things are rad because i not like this is a new form factor or anything like that but like they're slim and small and they are very pocketable which i mean obviously it's a game and watch I just, like, like, not off. it blows my mind how nintendo is not just like churning these fucking things oh, out where's the metroid one where's the kirby yeah. one where's the everything yeah um no I, I totally feel you on that and like they're selling them for 50 bucks with like two or three games on them because like shit i was uh, what i was thinking uh about this nintendo would never do this because it would make too much sense but like fuck i would even like pay for some like nintendo subscription box kind of thing where it's like oh hey, dude it's... if this was like a um a little wi-fi enabled thing that like connected your nintendo account and lets you play like the uh the nintendo switch online like apps whatever games were available on like the genesis and stuff like that yeah I mean, you could do so many crazy things if they really needed to. But, but dude, I, like, just think rich. how many people would subscribe to a thing that's like, hey, 50 bucks a month, you mm-hmm. get a random, but every every month we release a new one of these oh, and you'll get every cool. single one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, and we'll just like go through all the cool like Nintendo and Game Boy games kind of thing. Like it would be fucking crazy. Yeah, this thing's dead. Um, no, I 100% agree with you. And uh drives me nuts that there's so many cool things Nintendo could do that they don't. But yeah, I do love um I do love these things. The build quality is really good, they just feel good to play on. And then like it's 
kind of annoying that it's not like a million games, but it's also kind of awesome that it's not a million games because it's like, yeah. hey, I want to play like the basic old Mario's, like the original trilogy of Mario's. Here they are. And if I wanted to play the old Zelda's, like, boom, here they are. Um, they look really good. Like the screens are really nice. I don't know. They're just like a fun little thing that if you grabbed and threw in your pocket, you would have fun with them. Um, yeah, like think- for me, the I, I think the super the super pocket is really cool, but like I, I don't know, like I just don't have a ton of nostalgia for Taito games. Yeah, um, then I, I mean, don't I own would... any of the Evercade stuff. Right, right, right. No, I I've almost gotten an Evercade so many different times, but just haven't. Um, and I'm kind of glad because I feel like it's a rabbit hole of like trying to track down the cartridges and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then um, I don't know. I'm I'm just. I would rather buy a device that I can just put any game from any system on like the Miu. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. you know, I don't like being limited to only the licensed games, even though that's, I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm an illegal person or whatever, but, um, but yeah. also the nice thing about the Evercade and I reading Sean's like Patreon reviews that he does of all the Evercade cartridges and stuff. is like, it's cool that it unearths a lot of things you probably wouldn't have thought of if you had every ROM possible. You wouldn't go back and play this random game that's actually really good because it doesn't have the name recognition, right? Like you download an entire system's library yeah. of ROMs, but you play the five games you know or whatever. Right. So like, it's kind yeah, of I cool think... that when it comes on a cartridge and it's picked out for you, it kind of forces you to try things you never would have tried otherwise. And then mm-hmm. you realize that there's like a cool game that you would never would have played. Yeah, the, the um, curation aspect is awesome, I think. Yeah, I this thing looks rad. I didn't know about this until he mentioned in his email, but this thing actually looks pretty awesome. I would buy this. I want to see like what the size of it is compared to like a human hand. Mm-hmm. But um, just to have Puzzle Bobble or, or Bubble Bobble on it would be like enough for me. And then some of these other games on here, like, yeah, I don't have a huge affinity for them, but... They're probably good if you actually gave them a try. There's probably some hint, some gems. Well, so the the thing that's cool, the thing that's got me pr- pretty close to kind of like maybe dabbling is this is that so the the Evercade, um, I'm not sure when this thing came out, but it's got the they have a portable now, and mm-hmm, the cool thing mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. it is like it's got this mode where you can like they actually added buttons on it that are meant to be played with the thing sideways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's uh extremely good for you know like the vertical shoot 'em up kind mm-hmm. of things yeah 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 yeah. which i think um, is pretty cool yeah no i agree i guess oh, it's, I a, it's a neat design but a capcom super pocket it looks like it's from the same people let's see capcom super pocket has oh man this is a rabbit hole i did not <laughs> need to know about uh street fighter 2 final fight okay like the normal Support for Evercade cartridges? Yeah. What? Yeah. You didn't know about these? Dude, no. I didn't know about these. Uh, I wish I didn't know about these. Okay. 60 <laughs> bucks. Man, that's chill. And you could buy any Evercade cartridge and it'll work in it? I believe so, that's yeah. The, the deal with it? Okay. Um. All right. I'm going to look into this more. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to buy one of these for sure. Um. But anyway uh beyond that i can't i can't think of anything like official 
like retro re-release things other than like the Evercade, I guess, comes to I mean, mind. I've but bought, I, I never had one. I bought all the different stupid like NES minis and things like that. But oh, that's true. I do yeah. have yeah. More I, I, I bought have, them more um, just kind of like as a, a goofy kind of collector sort of thing than like yeah. having actual intention. I mean, I think I've messed around right. with them for a couple hours total or whatever, but I think they look cool. So well, that's also that's a sucky like the PlayStation one playstation mini i think it was yeah. called which i ha- i have one in my closet it's still in the box i got it as a gift for christmas which was an awesome gift but like i plugged it in it's cool that it like plugs in really easy right and it's just mm-hmm. the hdmi cable and and whatever but like um the emulation's bad and like the the interface is bad or whatever like the thing out of the box isn't that great what made those things cool was the community that jailbroke them and released like uh, you know gave you the ability to like customize them and stuff like that and run the yeah. proper like i think it was all running like the eu version the 50 hertz versions of all the games and stuff because it couldn't license the north american versions and so it's like you're playing this sort of like stuttery crappy emulated version of a game and that's the official like release like that's not kind of like unacceptable to me like yeah. if you want me to yeah. like pay for your official re-release of something like make it good find a way to make it work um yeah so, i'm looking yeah, on that cool. and like the on the scarcity of those things was irritating too man it was like yeah. um how how in the fuck like you can't just like go to the store at pretty much any time and buy like a, a nes classic is so stupid to me like that because the yeah. thing would be like such a great gift for so many oh, people. like honestly like the game and watch no. things are the exact same spot you know it's like the 50 yeah. ish dollar kind of like sweet spot of like holiday slash birthday gift to like people that are like nostalgic for these things like yeah actually the guy we we would do like a friend's gift exchange every year where we draw names and the guy that got me the ps1 mini i got him a game and watch Hmm. and it was like a night it was a perfect little like exchange of of cool game gamer fan gifts yeah But but what's what's so stupid is that like you know because those things are so rare i mean like i'm looking on amazon right now like uh if you want the actual Nintendo one, you can buy it from a reseller for $260. The Game Awards or the NES Classic? The NES Classic. Oh, okay. Um, But there's like a million fucking uh, shitty third-party knockoffs that are like 20 bucks. Really? You know, uh, and like if you had the choice between like, hey, do you want this like shitty knockoff for 20 bucks or do you want the real one for like 60 and you could actually buy the real one? Like hmm. no one would no one would buy these these shitty ones mm-hmm. that's got mm-hmm. you know 620 games preloaded on them that are all probably garbage and shitty ROM dumps and yeah everything else. So well, at least with the game and watches, it looks like you can still get them and they're all roughly the same price mm-hmm. and they're all official. It doesn't look like resellers, so um that's good, I guess. I thought they were gonna limit how many of those they made too but maybe they keep making them i don't know well (laughs) so i've got uh i think four of the mario ones i don't know how many are in the stack over there but like because you're hedging your bets on (laughs) pre-orders yeah well dude because like what order did these come out and was it the the nes mario was first and then the mario one came out or the nes classic was the very first thing yeah um but dude like remember like people went ape shit on the NES classic and like everyone yeah. was canceling pre-orders as a result. Like it was, it was like, um, Amazon was canceling. Like everyone was canceling like yeah. crazy. Right. 
Yeah, and yeah. I would after the feeding frenzy of that, I was like, "Fuck it, dude!" Like I am going to pre-order this thing like everywhere. <laughs> and then as the pre-orders get canceled, like hopefully one survives. <laughs> and then they all shipped, so I ended up with yeah. like five of them. Well, which is, start handing them out for gifts. <laughs> I have, I have been, I have been, uh, but, That's but yeah, funny. I, um, he also mentioned, uh, the game gear micros or whatever those are. I, I super wanted to try and get some of those. I think there was four different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that killed me about those was that they each had their own selection of games. Yes. And some of them, like there was no like perfect combination of all the games I wanted on one. And I didn't want to buy four. I think Sean bought them all, but he's a collector. But like, you know, that was the thing that ultimately stopped me from getting the Game Gear micros was like, give me the one that has everything I want on it, not split between four different little consoles. That is exactly why I didn't fuck with them for the (laughs) exact same reason, because it was like when I heard about it, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Hell yeah, I'm definitely going to get one of those. And it's like, oh, guess what? There's four of them. I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't like Game Gear enough to buy yeah. uh, four. And exactly, I mean, they knew exactly what they were doing, right? With like spreading out oh, yeah. the games oh, that you sure. want to play across all of them. Yeah. Um, those things are wildly valuable on eBay now. The a, really? set of, a set of four plus a little magnifying accessory, uh, 408 bucks currently. Dang! Uh, hmm. Maybe I should have bought them just from a. Looks like they sell standpoint. for like around a hundred bucks all day long individually. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Fuck, well, that's... that's interesting, but I, you know, at the same time, like with stuff like this, it's like I like the Miu Mini because it's like an all-in-one solution for me, right? Like I don't need ten different types of handhelds laying around that I need to mm-hmm. worry about. Um. I that sort of clutter, like bothers me and that's why i like having like a one and done type thing like the gaming watches are cool because they're like more of a desk novelty for me they sit on my desk and i'm not like i might pick one up and play one every once in a while but other than that i just they're they're cool clocks um when i want to actually like play games i want to be like where's my game gear micro so i can play final fight or uh streets of rage or you know what i mean like i just have the miu for all that stuff and i don't really care if it's official or not um so yeah, I that's why I don't really venture out into this oh, so this is too often. This is kind of neat. And when when looking those things up, I found uh so on Etsy there's like different uh like OG game gears that they've like tweaked out to have mm. a new uh new better brighter LCD replacing all the problematic capacitors that uh, mm-hmm. can explode uh a new speaker, uh, 3D mounted oh, yeah. brackets for these new parts uh yeah. a glass screen um oh dude and... there's so many crazy upgrades you can do to all the old handholds actually neo geo pockets and stuff like i've almost ventured into that realm before but oh yeah dude uh, it's it kind of pricey i've gotten dangerously close to buying a uh like super tweaked out game boy advance uh a mm-hmm. bunch of times mm-hmm. but i don't know i always mm-hmm. have it in my cart and i'm like fuck do i really want to yeah. spend like 300 dollars on a like a game I think, boy i don't know how hard it is to get the like flash cards for for game boy advance anymore but i had one when i had my game boy micro which i still wish i didn't sell my game boy micro but i sold it together on ebay with the flash cart and um if i had mm-hmm. one of those i think i would be down to buy a tricked out 
Game Boy Advance because the original model, the non-backlit OG, um, I think that's the best form factor, even better okay. than the SP. It's the most comfortable. And so they make them with backlit nice screens and stuff now, better batteries, USB charging, like all that stuff. Like I would, if I had my flash cart where I knew I could just have all the games on it, mm-hmm. I think I would be more into that. But I don't know well, how expensive um uh evercade i guess is reasonably uh easy or sorry not the evercade what the fuck is it uh flash card ever play tricked out (laughs) ever drive that's what it is oh the ever drive yeah 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 Yeah, they're like a 100 bucks and i don't think they're super hard to get now Um, okay i know for a while yeah, those well, flashcards were hard to get. Well, that's because the dude that that the place that makes them was in Ukraine, and they mm. oh, like shit. had to <laughs> urgently move their fabrication plant because it was getting fucking bombed. Oh, that sucks. So there was a while there where it was like uh, very extreme scarcity as a result yeah. of war, which yeah. is like the weirdest. Right. Hard to imagine, uh, you know that kind of stuff. But yeah. Very yeah, I actually forgot. I have a um I have a circuit shield too, which is a um it's a uh um Game Boy pocket with a Raspberry Pi in it. Mm. And so like that thing before I got into the MiUs and all those RGs and whatever um was pretty awesome for a time, but it made me really realize how tiny that screen is and how like oh yeah it is, I guess. But um those yeah. things are so like uh I the other the other thing like if you bought a GBA that like you can buy them that have a have a Raspberry Pi in them and they play more games. But like if you just have a tricked out regular GBA like you're not playing much past GBA, right? Like it's kind of that's where it stops. Well, I mean like for me, I don't know. It kind man. of doesn't like, bother me, but I would I would die on the hill of like uh Game Boy Advance is like the sweet spot of of like i don't know you call it 16-bit era gaming but like Mm -hmm. like seriously just Mm -hmm. fucking amazing like nothing nothing but good things to say about it that's why i'm always like i think that's fair that's the system i play most on the miu for sure yeah but yeah Hmm. but fuck dude like every time i look at these i'm like god the new case all the backlit buttons the better screen usb-c charging yeah better speakers like uh at the end of the day if you buy a $400 Game Boy tricked out, is it, are, are you having more fun than if you're playing on your $50 Miu or whatever? You know what no, I mean? Like, I mean, the answer is no. Probably not. That's, I think, what keeps me from doing this sort of thing. But I think as a hobby, it's a neat thing. Like getting new well, uh, shells for your GBA, getting new buttons, yeah. tricking it out. Um, but like, here's here's the thing. And like, this has definitely been my experience with the Analog Pocket is like the fucking operating systems on these like Mew like devices make playing games like so much nicer than emulating it normally on a flash cart, right? Like save states, fast forward stuff, like, you know, Mm -hmm. all that crap is just like, like seriously awesome to play some of these old games. I mean, like, that's a really good point. And and, um, yeah, just, I don't know. I I've played through shoot the last few games I've beat. Like I've cheesed my way through by either rewinding or save state scumming or whatever, mm-hmm. because I'm old and I don't care. <laughs> like I don't care if I'm cheating the system. I just want to experience this game. Yeah. I beat it when I was 10. So, you know, I feel like I, I deserve to cheat my way through it now. 
if I can't make it through Dracula or Castlevania three on my own or whatever. So like, or no, the last game um, was uh, Ninja Turtles on NES. I cheesed my way through that. That game is unfair and stupid. Yeah. And so like, I don't, I'm not a kid anymore. I can't like put up with that. I beat it when I was a kid with my buddies and we all remember how great that was. Uh, I just wanted to replay through it again. So I had to, I had to definitely rewind my way through some awful uh, cheap deaths in that game. But anyway, um, yeah. So like if you were playing things more straight up, even if they were emulated off a flash cart, if you're not having that layer of operating system with all the bells and whistles, then you're losing something too. Yeah. Cause uh, I've, had that happen i'm playing through the circle of the moon where i'm like took me a couple hours of playing the game before i realized oh i have save states because i kept dying at a boss and having to go way back to the last save room yeah like trudge my way through and it was getting super annoying i was like oh i have save states why don't i just save state right outside the boss room and and it improved my experience and finally i beat the boss because i could try him 10 times in a row without having it take four hours um yeah i'm all about that sort of stuff like i don't no shame uh props to people that beat things straight up and or i mean whatever, shit, but... like just just you know like if you're stuck on a boss just being able to like load up a game genie code real quick and just like yeah get it over know. with you know like yeah um, yeah or resolution scaling changing colors changing you know whatever yeah um yeah i would i think i would lose have i would miss yeah, losing these, that these things are so cool though. onion os They're... is so good three hundred they are tempting bucks fuck don't do it it is a lot for a cool game boy i do feel like i am in trouble with this super pocket especially that there's a capcom one i i don't know that i can resist and because it is seriously not that expensive um if this lets you play all the ever evercade games that i kind of been wanting to check out an Evercade anyway so this might be the way to do it but i don't know we'll see oh man i shouldn't get involved in this there's there's Connor, one here. no thank you to connor yeah for no bringing shit. this stuff up there's there's one on here that the case looks like a pokeball and they've got an led on the top case of the sp so when it's closed <laughs> and in suspend mode like the yeah. the red light pulses like a pokeball with a pokemon mm-hmm. in it fuck my life dude the crazy custom modded gba scene is insane and when i was building my um circuit shield or whatever um or it, it was built for me by marky pie but i had to like come up with some of the components and stuff so i'm like still subscribed to a bunch of email lists from all these like retro modding websites and stuff um they come out with the craziest shit and it's all awesome and i always want to buy it yeah but it's, if if you do give in a temptation you should at least wait till black friday because they always do crazy sales on this stuff too so mm. yeah I, I don't know i'm hitting my limit on the amount of dumb shit that i can rationalize buying on all this stuff. i advocate for you spending your money on dumb shit because you don't have kids and you can't yeah, and if i do enough. it it's it's if it gets me in trouble fair enough yeah i have two expensive dogs does that count actually it kind of does yeah um Shoot, what else was I? Oh, we didn't even get to this, even though we're like at the end of this show. But uh, I finally got Mario Wonder and have been playing it. Oh, yeah. Amazing, um, right? Incredible. God, it's so good. It, I love it so much. It's so full of joy. Like it's the most, I don't know. It's when I, uh, 
I don't think this is spoilery, I guess, but so, you know, you get the wonder flower and it changes the level and yeah. wacky stuff happens and you kind of yeah. never know what that wacky thing is going to be. It oh, could be some anything. of them are so surprising. It's just like, Oh my yeah. fucking God. Like, how'd you come up with this? Well, early on in, in the first set of levels, and I'm playing this with my boys who are both super fans of it too. Um, there's one where like, uh, all the piranha plants like sing like a shit. Yeah, that's, that's the second level. So I don't know. If yeah, really it's early on. Really. So, but that like, we all just laughed so hard at that. And I played through it again to do it again because the kids got such a kick out of it or whatever. But it was just so un- unexpected because you're sort of like, these dudes were all trying to kill me. And now they're all like singing. A show, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's so happy and fun. And then like mechanically, it's super fun too. Very good level designs, lots of secrets. The physics feel great. All the super uh, special suits and stuff like all have like a really neat purpose. And I just love it to pieces so far. So yeah. um, unfortunately, because I started playing it with them, I can I'm restricting myself to only playing it with them because I don't want to like beat it and then be like, oh, sorry, kids. I beat this game already. So well, can't it doesn't I, have like really good multiplayer. Like, do you just hand them a controller and just like be like, here, follow me. I need to want. try. I I my only other controller is well, I guess I have the Joy-Cons, the thingy I can do. I'll have to try and give them a controller and see. Yeah, because the, the way like, that like the multiplayer they can play works. Nabbit or whatever, right? And like never die. I think so. Uh but but yeah, the, the way the multiplayer works online is like even if you do die, you like turn into a ghost and you basically see like swim yeah. over to you. Oh, that's um, another. Yeah, that's another cool thing is like I I didn't know if I wanted to turn on the online stuff, but I did. And um, at first it really annoyed me. I found it distracting seeing people people's ghosts like um, it made it distracted me from like an actual hazard in my own game because I saw them reacting to it. And it was like, oh, that guy jumped on the Goomba. I don't have to worry about it. But then the Goomba kills me because it was a ghost. So but now I'm sort of used to it. And I really like that, like they can save you factor that actually yeah. we were playing a pretty tough level that I had tried a couple times already. And I finally did what I needed to do and I was ready to beat the level and I died. And that ghost last second, cause you only have like four seconds to go find the, somebody to save you or something like that. Like that last very last second I got saved and was able to beat the level and then have to retry it again. And I was just like, okay, that's a cool feature. So anyway, Love the game. Super happy how it came out. Uh, super like the magic of Mario is back again. It totally feels like Mario World or Super yeah, Mario 3. I, dude, I I love it. It's um it's amazing. I've been playing the show out of it too. I, like this yeah. is honestly feels like one of the first games that like I have like a urge to just like hundred percent it to like see everything yeah. in it. Which, uh, which it's like, going to be hard too. Like, yeah, but, but there's I can't, so much to do. No, exactly. But I, I can't remember the last game that I played where I was like, oh, I definitely need to like complete mm. everything in this game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. Like, if you go through, I think there's also like, if you stand next to a level and it gives you kind of like the little preview of it and it shows you like a space for how many seeds it has, there's been times where it's a level that only shows two seeds, but I found a third. So I think there's like super secret seeds mm-hmm. that it doesn't tell you are there. So like I've gone back and been like, oh, I missed a seed. Let's go back and play it. But now I'm wondering how many extra seeds are there that they don't even. Oh, yeah, I don't know you about. That's a good question. Yeah. I, I do enjoy how like some of the levels, it's like just even even finding the wonder flower is challenging, you know, where it's yeah. like hidden somewhere yeah. or whatever. Else. I don't know. Very cool game. Worth That's every penny. Good. 
Um, I used to think that Super Mario Odyssey was as good as Mario can get, but like I guess they figured out a way to make it better. So I that's probably as good as 3D Mario gets, and this is probably as good as 2D Mario gets. Like it's yeah. it's up there. I but, guess what, um, what, what worries me is like the cycle of Mario. Does that mean like we're in for like another 20 years of decent to mediocre maybe. Mario games or maybe. is this the new expectation? I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, I do feel bad that that new Sonic game came out like a week before, oh, <laughs> before I Mario hit. And it's actually supposed to be pretty good. And I have it and I haven't even fired it up because I, yeah, I mean, I've heard it's great, even, but like, fuck, like, I, I'm your boy's busy with Mario. Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's a uh, that's a Christ, another Christian Whitehead. Uh, no, I don't game, think so. It? No, I don't think so. Um, oh, and then mobile related. Did you see the the Sonic exclusive to Apple Arcade that's coming out this month? Oh, uh, sorry, I've been too uh, busy being angry that being they angry increased about it. the price of Apple Arcade, so I can't. Well, you should see. <laughs> you should see. Oh yeah, Apple Arcade went up to six bucks instead of five or like seven, seven, something seven like that. instead of five. Um, I actually just did this last night um if you are on verizon i switched to their plan that includes apple one so apple one price went up too and it used to be it was 22 bucks a month for family i pay for family and then i had to pay an extra three bucks for more cloud storage because our stupid shit doesn't fit and it's super annoying their tiers of cloud storage that apple offers is garbage it's like hey yeah do you want five gigs or do you want two terabytes do you want to pay you know a 99 cents you want to pay eight bucks like i don't know it's just there's nothing good in between that's just like hey i need a little extra help here um but anyway so altogether, i paid 25 bucks a month and that gives you apple one with music and tv and games and whatever that i can share with pam and then um enough cloud stores for all of our photos and backups and junk like that um but now apple one went up to 20 six or seven bucks or something like that like just by itself um and then most of the services included in it also went up on their own and so i remember seeing there was like an apple one verizon plan or whatever and i finally looked up into the details of it or whatever and yeah it's super saving me money like my phone bill plus internet because i have verizon internet too for my home um Hmm. It's like 143 a month or something like that. So that's my cell phone bill and internet together. Well, I switched to it to including the Apple One and it went up to like 150. So I'm paying seven extra bucks, but I'm eliminating having to pay for Apple One myself, which is saving me like almost 30 bucks. So I think it's super worth it for me. So, um, and it, that's still family version of Apple One through Verizon. So it's like, I can still share it. Um, so I was kind of psyched on that because it's saving me you know, 25 or 30 bucks a month or whatever, um, without really changing my phone bill too much. So huh. something to look into if nobody knows yeah, about that and you, they have Apple one and they have Verizon. The, um, yeah, the, the bundling of these different services with the cellular carriers is really making an interesting value proposition. Like, so we have at and mm-hmm. and I don't have anything against at and and we get, uh, HBO max for free, which to me mm-hmm. feels like a crazy value. Oh, but yeah. I guess you know, we consider like Apple One, like that also is a pretty good value. So like, well, it's they have they had a few options. I wouldn't realize I didn't realize either, but they have one that's like a Disney bundle, and it comes with Disney and Hulu and ESPN or whatever. Hmm. And then they have another one that's like, um, I forget. Oh, Walmart Plus comes with it or something like that. So it's like interesting because for me, like I use Apple One, I pay for it already, so it made sense to like bundle it into my cell phone that I already paid. Hmm. Yeah, and sure. then Disney Plus, like we use that a lot, but I have it 
I have it for like another eight months because I pre pre bought a year or something like that. So I don't think it made as much sense. Like Apple Music, something I'm always going to want. Maybe I won't want Disney in a year. I don't know. But, you know, having Apple Music in arcade is important to me. So it made more sense to kind of like tie that to my phone plan. But yeah, um, but it is cool that they have those kinds of options for people that want them. I think there was one that comes with like Showtime and HBO or something, too. But yeah, just um just a heads up if you haven't looked into that sort of thing. I hadn't changed my phone plan in probably 10 years. Yeah. So yeah, same deal. yeah it's not something I ever thought about or cared about. Um, so I don't know. So far it seems so good. And it's it's it was interesting too, because um you you like you have to turn your phone off and then restart it so it can reconnect to the network with your new plan intact. And um it intelligently knew that I was subscribing to Apple one through Verizon now. So if you go into oh, really? settings and you go into subscriptions, all it does is pause my subscription subscription through Apple and it says you're subscribed through Verizon now. And um I thought that was really cool because I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna get like charge double charge here at some point yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's no way they figured this stuff out, but they totally did. It's like it's very seamless. And if I ever cancel it through Verizon, I guess my subscription just starts again through Apple. Hmm. Um so it's just basically on pause right now, which is kind of interesting. So that's, that's anyway. Cool. Overall, it seems like a good thing. Yeah, I wish with the Apple One stuff, like you could sort of like build a build a bundle or whatever. Because yeah. like for me, like, I don't know. I don't care about Apple TV Plus at all. I don't yeah. care about the workout stuff at all. Like like it would yeah. it would all I really want is the is Apple Arcade and like the um, iCloud storage stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah. like if I don't use the other stuff, like I'm kind of better off just subscribing to those two things individually it seems well, like. well yeah that's really i mean that's what you would be doing yeah, i don't care and about apple music either i have spot i like spotify yeah years i of... guess that you you build your own bundle by subscribing to them separately and yeah it's not like wildly more expensive i don't think um yeah. but yeah that's that's if you don't care about those other things then apple one doesn't really make sense i guess i'm all in on apple junk i like apple tv well enough i don't use it as much as i should but um it's nice to like have it included anyway i mean i guess the bundle pricing stuff is like if you were paying for family plan of, of music and i think it's different now because i think that went up too but it was like 15 bucks i think it's maybe 17 or 20 now hmm. but i mean if you're already paying that much just for music so you can share it with your family you're might as well throw an extra five or seven bucks for the TV and games too. Yeah. yeah and no, storage sure. if you need it. So, well, yeah, that's the other thing. It feels like it becomes a better and better value. The more people you have on your family plan, as opposed to just like one person. Like, I don't it's true. Yeah. I don't know. It's true. But I don't, um, I, I hope that, um, I, I hope I, I, I totally get the irritation of like these subscription fees creeping up in price. Right. Because it's like, mm -hmm. um, you know, it just seems like fuck, like, uh, you know, Netflix, all these other things are just like constantly getting just like a little bit more expensive. And like mm -hmm. individually, it's like, okay, who cares about $2? But like when you start mm -hmm. adding all these things together, it's, it's like a death by a thousand cuts kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that Netflix, I, I don't know. I mean, you have, people obviously have a million different opinions on these. But like for me, it's very easy to rationalize the increased price of Netflix because I do genuinely think that the quality of their, netflix original stuff has just mm -hmm. been increasing year year over year yeah. to the point that like i would say that like a lot of the netflix original stuff like easily rivals hbo stuff now you know mm -hmm. so like paying a little bit more for that totally fine with me but like mm -hmm. 
you know, the, I just, I don't know. I feel like they needed to kind of come with this price increase announcement with maybe a little bit more exciting of a, of a like spread of games that are coming, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, you know, not to say I'm sure all these games sound cool. Like, you know, it, that, mm-hmm. that's you know always how it is. I mean, but like, it just, I, I don't know. It, it it's, I, I understand why people are annoyed, I guess. Yeah, because it's not can, like uh, it's not like this is like a it's not like oh hey we need to charge more money because we are vastly increasing the quality of like these games or whatever right. else right it's like right. it's like these are very much in line with sort of like what's been coming out so far but now it just costs more money yeah you know? I don't know I guess this Sonic this you this uh, exclusive Sonic game is going to be interesting because I feel like thus far like Apple in, invested a lot of money in things like. Um, like, oh, I get uh, it. I know. I mean, games are expensive. I, I got totally. Well, totally I'm just understand. saying, like, taking the role of like a, a co-producer of games and stuff, and having like their names in the credits, and like mm-hmm. you can tell that those are the games that don't really come to other platforms. Like, I feel like a lot of people looked at the Apple Arcade thing, and they were like, "Cool, we got our game on Apple Arcade. I can't wait for six months from now when we can put it on every other platform too, yeah, and yeah, make yeah, yeah, yeah. more money. Like, right. we already made our money back from what Apple gave us or whatever." Um, and I, I don't think that's doing Apple many favors. But like their exclusive stuff, um, like with the Final Fantasy guys game that I can't remember the name of right now for some reason, but like they they helped produce that game. Like, so that's yeah. probably not going to like show up on other platforms. And I'm hearing the same thing about this Sonic game, too. It's like Apple is in the credits and helped Fantasia. pay this game to be made. So it's probably not going to be coming on other platforms later. Yeah. Um, and if it's a really good 3D Sonic game, which it looks better than anything that's come out in a long time, like maybe that's enough to get somebody to want to sub to Apple Arcade. I don't know. But... Yeah, like to to me, the of the list of games that they, um, well, I guess I got it open right now. We can go through it. So Hello Kitty Island Adventure. I don't really care about that. I heard the heard people really yeah, like I it. I started but, playing uh... that actually. It's it's I'm having a hard time getting into it, but I can see why. Yeah, it's so good uh so nba 2k 24 i don't care about basketball so that doesn't do anything for me yeah. um not words i played the, played the shit out of this when it came out mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. time you know that's like i don't you know, know i was like, thinking about this like um in our our apple arcade discord channel it's um a lot of like every month when they announce the new games it's always kind of like poking fun at them like a couple months out of the year there's like bangers and they're like oh dang apple brought it but then the rest of the time it's like Oh geez, like I played this game to death. It's five years old. Like whatever. Oh yeah, like Downwell um, is a like perfect some... example of that, right? Where it's like, yeah. I feel like anyone that I mean, didn't it launch at like three bucks or a dollar well, or something. But like here's or... what I came to realize about that is that we are very unique, hardcore oh, yeah, no, enthusiast mobile game. Yeah, we're right? the dipshits. There is a world. million people out there that just have Apple Arcade. Don't ever try games except because they're on Arcade. Yeah. We're going to discover not words now and be like, oh shit. This is awesome. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, that's so, who Apple caters to more than yeah, people like us. Yeah, a million percent. I totally get it. But um, yeah, the but what it is actually, hard as somebody like us to get super excited about yeah. things. Like oh, that. yeah, exactly. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, probably like all the video streaming services are probably super boring if you're like mega tied into like the Sundance like indie film sure. world yeah. and stuff like that. You're probably like, yeah, dude, this is yeah. news. Like, who gives a shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. But the, the Puzzle and Dragon story uh, is kind of interesting to me because like I've always mm-hmm. like I've been 
curious about Puzzle and Dragons for a long time because it's so big, mm -hmm. right? And I've like mm -hmm. fucked around with it a little bit, but it's like very clearly like this is a this is the free to play game of free to play games, right? Yeah. And right. it just kind of turned me off as a result. But I'm actually sort of interested in playing the Apple Arcade version because I think mm -hmm. the the core gameplay sort of uh thing of like you know the matching mm -hmm. like super epic matching RPG. I mean, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Like I loved early puzzle quest for that right so like i'm pretty excited to sort of like dive into like the puzzle and dragons kind of like game without inside of an environment where i know that i won't need to like buy any other dumb shit and the game will be balanced mm -hmm. around like no this is how you're supposed to play it kind of thing um and then the turmoil turmoil plus i never i never even heard of this original one maybe I don't know how this is not on my radar. But I like the, I sort of remember this game, but I it seems so obscure to bring like back. Oil drilling Apple. sim, but seems, yeah, seems pretty. I remember cool. it being like popular, but um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's uh, I still think it's like even at the increased price, it's a pretty absurd value. Oh, for sure. How for, many oh, games million, are in yeah, there? Totally. I mean. Um, it's and just for somebody to not have to worry about like, yeah. hey, here, kid, take my phone and download whatever you want from this app, this arcade tab. And, I think you know the cons I mean? the consumer perception of this this price raise though would be different if it was like, uh, hey, guess what? The new Apple Arcade game is Resident Evil Village. Mm -hmm. Everyone like got hot on that, and then I was like, hey, mm -hmm. we're we need to raise the price on this because like these are the kind of games that we're releasing in here. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I think that would have been like, a, oh, okay, and not like, oh, cool, another subscription that's getting more expensive, you know? Yeah. Well, it kind of does. Uh, they they did what they did to all games in the early days of the App Store, where it was like ninety nine cents was the expectation for a fully awesome, polished, yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. game, and anything more than that, you were like, what the fuck are you want four ninety nine for this? Yeah. So Why are you it's stealing like, my money. I feel like they screwed themselves by being like really great quality for five bucks a month. And yeah. now all of a sudden it's seven and you're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. No, but still it. it's, it's like absurd value for, for seven bucks a month. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still enjoy arcade. I need to spend more time playing the games on it. That's I just, just wish there was like everything in my life, a better way to keep track of like the content updates that some games are getting mm -hmm. on Apple arcade. Mm -hmm. Right. Because like, yeah, um as part of this press release they're like oh sneaky sasquatch is getting a big update and stuff like that and i was like oh mm -hmm. shit that's cool like i just that totally got to you know play through that game i was like all right that was great yeah. see ya yeah yeah, yeah. and had no sasquatch, to... sasquatch had so many updates it's insane yeah well i need to be more tuned into that kind of stuff i guess but i don't know it's it's weird it's like i, I kind of feel like the the app store should be telling me these things more yeah um I don't know if they actively tell you, but I know they actually do a pretty good job in the App Store arcade tab of like having little sections that are like, here's the big updates of the week or, you know, whatever. Um, as long as you're actively like checking that yeah. out, I think but you see, can keep pretty up to date. But it but seems weird to me because like they they know that I played the shit out of Stinky Sasquatch, right? So like mm -hmm. I feel like I should be getting some kind of push notification like, hey, guess what, dude? Yeah. Like remember that game that you like clearly really enjoyed well guess what mm -hmm. it's got an enormous content update yeah uh give it a go yeah. kind of thing you know yeah that's fair yeah man gosh there's so many games in here that i still need to play i don't know i'm psyched for that new sonic game though i think that's gonna be really interesting to see if that's actually a really good game it looks like a it looks like uh sonic adventure games on the dreamcast yeah like, that's what it reminds yeah. me of 
Yeah. Um, which is pretty awesome. So yeah. The uh the Mac rumors thread on the price increase is uh I'm sure it's as good as as I imagine it would else. be. <sighs> Unfortunately, if it were priced at zero dollars and zero cents per month, my interest would be exactly the same. <laughs> it would still be overpriced. Hey, the uh, Mac Rumors forums, curmudgeons is really just something nothing, else. Nothing like it in the world. Just truly something else. All right, let's wrap things up because we are, this is a long episode. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. Ooh, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. And as always, Check us out at patreon.com forward slash touch arcade or buy all of your retro gaming handheld systems through Amazon at toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon. Um, and send us emails. Thank you for those that emailed in this week. Uh, emails at podcast at toucharcade.com. Let us know if you have any retro handheld things you like or any of the official ones or your experiences with that with that stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, smart glasses, too. Don't forget. Smart, smart glasses, glasses, people. Chime in. We need to know. Does Eli need to spend $300 on smart glasses or not? Uh, R-O-F-L, $7 for mobile Drek, L-O-L. <laughs> this is the world we live in. I can't believe I've been doing this for like 13 years. Four, yeah. four, 13, 14 years, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm old. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks again for listening. We'll check you out on the next episode of the Tetra Arcade Show. See ya.